following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Thirty years of the best sports talk in Middle Tennessee, featuring Tennessee Radio Hall of Famer George Plaster, Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame coach Watson Brown, and Young Guns Billy Derrick and Michael Sendrick. And now, here's your host, George Plaster. Hello again, everybody. Welcome in. It's a beautiful Thursday in Nashville, Tennessee. Boy, the weather this week has been incredible. There's that feeling of fall in the air that you get as we approach October football season. Well into the swing of it now, and it's just a fun time to be a sports fan. Let's check in. Let's call roll. Say hello to Coach Watson Brown who joins us from up on the plateau. Watson, how are you? George, I'm doing great. Got nine holes in this morning. And uh, and it was fun, even though windy, but very much fun. It's pretty, isn't it? I mean, the trees are oh, just man. starting to yeah. turn, so it's 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 going to be gorgeous. It's, I was talking to uh, Tony uh, up in Knoxville, George, the other day. I believe the prettiest time of the year in e- is East Tennessee – when the trees turn in the fall, all up, all up in the mountains and all around there and from Knoxville on a little further east or going up that road, it's just gorgeous. And I've been in that stadium so many times. I can't tell you, I probably double digits. And uh, every time we've parked, they bring us around that river and then come up back oh, up the ways and then park in the stadium. Yeah. Man, is that a gorgeous view coming around through there in the fall, late fall especially. Uh, I didn't get to enjoy it a whole hell of a lot, but <laughs> knowing what I'm fixing to jump into. But at the same time, that that is a gorgeous area in late fall. Yeah. You were a little bit like me uh, going to Rupp Arena. I always loved it, but I was 0-4 my life. And well, my, did you ever win there? No, I lost Vanderbilt as a player, Vanderbilt's coach twice. Mississippi State is a coach. UAB is a coach. <laughs> I, I have not won in that stadium. I've been in some great games. You remember the one that was oh. – we were way ahead. Then they kind of kicked 28-10 at the half, I think. Ended up beating us 38-34. Uh, it, it was the, the year that, I was at Memphis State, and I called you that night to say uh, what happened. Uh, they just caught us. Yeah. And then we lose on the on the pass interference to Alma Matthews in the end zone that, that day in a very high scoring game. Uh, 38, 40 to 34 or something like yeah. that. And it was major pass interference, not called. I mean, we've had some <laughs> my UAB when I'm throwing in the end zone to knock them off, and it goes right through my receiver's hands in the end zone. <laughs> 
to, to, to tie the game and go to overtime. And I, I think I'd have gone for two, to be very honest, and see what happened. But that was late in the game, and it just right in the back of the end zone, and it just goes, why did he bring that up? I don't even know. <laughs> That's just misery on my part. Let, let's let's move on. Yeah, let's Lee, how are you today? George, I'm great today. The, the weather is looking phenomenal. Uh-huh. And uh, I mean, Watson's right about the trees. The the, the foliage is kind of starting to kick in a little bit. So, uh, man, it feels good. Why are you wearing a Central Florida hat? Well, I, I don't know, George. I ha- found this in my room, and uh-huh. I had to get up early this morning, so I ended up throwing the hat on. Yeah. No, no, no relation to Central Florida, though. Well, I don't know. When it says UCF on it, I don't know what else you could think. Yeah, you're right. I was I did go to college in Florida for four years though, yeah. so I can see where that came from. Did did uh, your area get hit hard? Yeah, the Naples area, Fort Myers area is getting hammered right now. I mean, there's people. I saw a video of somebody swimming in their house. I mean, it mm. it it does not look good. Gosh. Um, and they haven't really seen it like this ever in that specific area. I mean, Florida has seen hurricanes like this before but specifically in that fort myers naples southwest florida area there's a lot of people down there so i'm uh, definitely praying for them and the people in louisiana are sitting there going have some more of it we've had sure. enough yeah. let's check in with terry mccormick uh, we start the show every day with his daily titans update get rid of that hat god <laughs> knew that was coming yeah, you knew it was coming. That's what happened last night, George. You know, it was pretty cool to see because Aaron Judge is a cut above what you all are. <laughs> he, he's a much classier Yankee than most of those bums <clears throat> you all have put out over the years. Wow, that's hurtful. That no, is hurtful. Wow. Don't mess with him today, Terry. <laughs> How can you say that about Mickey Mantle? Oh, I'm not talking about Mickey Mantle. You want to know who I'm talking about? Well, which ones are you talking about? Okay, Roger Clemens would be at the very top of the list. A fraud would be there. And Terry sits there and goes, oh, they're Mariners or they're Red Sox. We've heard all that. They're carpet baggers. We just rented them. Guys like (laughs) A. And Roger Clemens, you know, we just rented those guys. <laughs> Even Andy Pettit, who I thought was a great guy, he was a cheater. Hey, why? Why do you get so upset? They can't cheating. get past the Astros anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like your they, team is they can't get past cheater, the Astros, Come on, so it ain't gonna matter. The classiest Yankee ever, besides Mickey Mantle, Brian McCann. Because he was a break. I met a, I met a few guys over the years. They were classy individuals. I met yeah. Bobby Mercer and Roy White, Tommy John. They were all nice guys. Yeah. Uh, Terry, let's move on, shall we? <laughs> so what, what's the important news of the day about this matchup coming up Sunday? Well, George, the injury report continues to grow a little bit. Christian Fulton was limited yesterday with a knee injury and he is was back full full go today but he did have a sleeve on that right knee uh they did have five guys who were not participants in practice today george and nate davis was added to that the right guard with a knee issue uh bud dupree who was 
full go yesterday was limited today. They probably just wanted to back him down a little bit. The other guys who are out, and this is a big one, Amani Hooker missed the second straight day in the concussion protocol. And Zach Cunningham, who, judging from that elbow injury he suffered last week and the fact that they have uh, signed Joe Schobert to the practice squad the other day, I got to believe that Zach's status for this game is very much in doubt. And then Ugo Amadi, who is their normal nickelback now that Elijah Molden started the year on IR, uh, he also is out with an ankle injury. So, you know, there's a little bit of slim pickings going on in the secondary. Terry, what is the theory? Because I hear this all over the league. It's not just the Titans that have got this massive injury report. It's all over the NFL. Well, I go back to some of what Watson said about a week ago. Uh, he brings up an excellent point. They don't hit anymore. There are no more two-a-days. There's only so many padded practices you can have. And I think that when you go back to the old guys, you know, and granted, these guys are in much better shape. They're not coming in with six weeks of preseason to get in shape because they were working in the, uh, you know, automobile plant during the offseason uh, because they weren't making enough money playing football. So you're talking about guys don't get acclimated. They, they're fine in great physical shape in terms of weightlifting and running and things like that. But it does take an added element to get in what they call football shape and to be able to absorb the pounding that they take on a weekly basis on the field. And I think some of that is, you know, it's sort of like your car. You know, if you've got a 20-year-old car and it's got 20,000 miles on it, you've probably not been driving it enough and it may be apt to break down. Whereas if it's got 100,000 miles on it, it's had plenty of use and it's ready to go. You know, I hope that's true because I have the latter, not the former. Uh, <laughs> so, Terry. Check with your mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. So, is there a belief that if they can keep Jonathan Taylor from going wild that they win this game? I think that's a pretty good assumption. I think uh, when you look at the Colts, they're – a little bit like the Titans. They want to run the football with their guy, Taylor. They want to use that to set up the passing game and Matt Ryan. I think a decided edge for the Titans in this could be simply the fact that Matt Ryan is still very new to what the Indianapolis Colts are doing. And Shane Bowen today said that with such a small sample size, they had to go back and pull some Atlanta Falcons tape and watch some of that so that they can get a feel for Matt Ryan's tendencies uh, overall and, you know, what type of things he likes to do with the ball and some things that he may struggle with. So I think that might be an edge for the Titans. But, yes, job number one is to slow down Jonathan Taylor. Terry, I can see it right now. Man, the Red Sox in late October, early November call a press conference and they get all of New England excited, Fenway a flutter, Aaron Judge puts on that B hat. Man. That would look good. Just like Freddie Freeman in that L.A. blue. Yep. But you know what? You're not going to get a Matt Olson out of it. Oh, George, we're not going to lose Aaron Judge. He's going to no, stick to sure. you, And you is. know that, don't you? Uh, he's going to be a Yankee. If he were going to be he's a Yankee, keep... you'd have already signed him. He's gonna, he is going to be a Yankee. By the way, here's here's your trivia question for the day. Let's hear. Right, it. You know the judge has a shot at the triple crown, correct? Yeah. Who are the other two Yankees who've won the triple crown? 
Mickey Mantle win it? Mickey Mantle's one of them. 1956. Babe Ruth, the other? No, amazingly, no. Um, uh, Kiner Falefa? Uh, he was close. <laughs> Who? Lou Gehrig in 1934. Wow. Good question. We ended on a positive note, Terry. Absolutely. We'll see you tomorrow. Go Braves. Yanks. Okay, Billy, we got kind of a short update. Not a ton of big stories out there, but let's get to where we're, wherever we're going. No, not a whole lot, George. First, uh, the Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners. They are proven to be trusted with your most personal asset, the Justin Tucker team. Call them at 615-906-8458. Also, Sumner Funeral and Cremation. They are sharing their family with yours in your time of need. Now, with two convenient locations in Gallatin and Hendersonville. Also online at SumnerFuneral.com. George, we start today's update with uh, a little bit of, let's see, NFL, NFL news. Kansas City and uh, Tampa Bay will uh, will play in Tampa. So th there's not, they're not going to have to move up to Minneapolis. Yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't watched the Weather Channel a ton, but, but I've paid attention because of the Braves and the weekend they have coming up with the Mets. Watson, it appears this thing veered more toward Carolina uh, toward the Carolinas, and because of that, it sounds like down near Tampa, they're going to be able to pull this off. Atlanta, the last forecast I saw, there is no rain in their forecast, and um, so I guess that's what's happened. George, it hit, it hit about three hours south of Tampa when it was supposed to hit Tampa, <clears throat> and it hit about three hours south on down to Fort Myers, kind of between Fort Myers and Sarasota. And then it went vertical and, and up the East coast. So there ends up being worse weather from middle to East Florida than there was on the West coast, which that's where they were going to get other than where it landed. Yeah. And then of course it stayed East says it's going to become a tornado, a, a hurricane again. It's going to get back out in the water and then come right. back on in South Carolina is the latest forecast. This thing is unbelievable. I've, yeah. I, we've been watching Hurricane George forever. This is the biggest one I, I've ever seen. I mean, this is a monster. Massive. And with that in mind, South Carolina plays South Carolina State tonight. They changed that game to tonight. Yeah, and it's smart. clock on SEC Network. That, they really didn't have any choice. No, that was smart because it's Friday, Saturday is supposed to get pretty rough. Yeah. What else you got, Billy? Well, we got Aaron Judge. Of course, uh, I think Terry made his presence felt there with uh, the Yankees fandom, but Aaron Judge has reached 61, the milestone. Uh, it happened kind of surprisingly. Wasn't it late in that game? Uh, towards the end, he hits it, and the fan, the best part of it, the fan dropped it. I don't know if you guys saw that. Well, but... the, the person who caught it is a former Vanderbilt pitcher. Matt well, no, Bushman. No, nobody caught. Well, well, yeah, the pitcher he, ended up getting it. He's the one that ended yeah. up with the ball. Right. And I guess the way I understand it, he has given it to Aaron Judge and and more power to him. You know, that, that's that been talked about a bunch. Would you give the ball to the person? And for me, it's a no-brainer. I would absolutely give it to Aaron Judge. 
if he gave me an autograph bat, great. But to me, he deserves that. Absolutely, he does. And that was a shot, man. That was a line drive ball. That wasn't one of them floating high balls that goes out. That thing was on a rope. And if a guy tried to catch that without a glove, it probably would have been painful. You know, Watson, here's here's what I don't know. Everything that I see about Aaron Judge is total class. He, yeah. he carries himself like a professional. But there's something about this deal with the Yankees. Seven years, $230 million that they offered, and he said no. There is something behind the scenes that he's not telling us, which is why I think he is leaving New York. I think he's a West Coast kid, if I'm not wrong. I'm not sure he's not wanting to go home, finish himself out. I think he's a a Northern California kid. Watch out for the Giants. I'm telling you, I'm not sure it's not something to do with where he lives. I'm telling you. He won't hit 61 in that place. That no, he is will not. a tough ballpark. Yeah. Anyway, congratulations to him. Uh, incredible honor. Has done it clean as opposed to a group in the 90s that didn't do it clean. And, um, man, it's One a of them a giant. <laughs> do what? One of them was a giant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 73 homers. Imagine that. Last piece, George. Uh, they got the Bengals and the Dolphins tonight. Uh, Bengals are struggling at one and two. Dolphins trying to get to four and zero oh on the season. Not sure anybody expected that. Uh, Dolphins are uh, three and a half point underdogs tonight, though. So Watson, it will without giving it away around five forty five. It will be the plaster bet of the day yeah. in some form or fashion. Yep, yeah, I bet I can pick the side you pick on this one. I bet you can too. Okay, here's a little bit of what we're going to do. After the break, Lewis Maddox catches up with MTSU football coach Rick Stockstill. What an interesting week it must be for them because all they're hearing is how great they were. They ripped into Miami. They come home the conquering hero. And then all of a sudden, they've got to flip the switch because a very dangerous Texas San Antonio comes into Floyd Stadium tomorrow night in the nationally televised game that will not be easy. And in fact, middle is a four and a half point underdog. So we'll hear that interview after the break. Then Watson and I will go through the SEC lines and I'll ask the question again, why is Kentucky an underdog? What does Vegas know that we don't about that matchup? And then... Underdog picks at 5 o'clock. Willie Donick and Darren McFarland will join us for the fun. The only guy who will be laughing is the one you see to the right of me. That's you. Better enjoy it while I got it, ain't a boy? Yeah. You know what? You never know. You never know. Blind hog. What is it? Blind squirrel. Blind, blind hog. I always say blind hog find an acre in any, yeah. at any point. So. We'll go with that. That sounds good. Rick Stockstill is in the on-deck circle. This is Main Street Media Television.
Buying or selling a home can be a very personal experience. Why not go with the team that receives nearly all of their business from referrals? Clearly a trusted name in real estate. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners has sold more than 500 homes in the last seven years. Voted best in Sumner County multiple times. Proven to be trusted with your most personal assets. Call the Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners at 615-906-8458. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners. Middle Tennessee's most trusted team in realty. I highly recommend Sumner Funeral and Cremation because of their caring nature and attentiveness to detail. Pre-planning your funeral now will bring you peace of mind and less stress to your loved ones. When the chaos of losing you happens, your family can honor and celebrate your life, knowing things are happening just as you wanted them to. Pre-planning determines the details of your funeral, cemetery services, and can be less expensive. We are honored to serve you and are always here for you in your time of need. Sumner Funeral and Cremation. Traditional. Affordable. Dignified. SumnerFuneral.com. Jody Jones Dentistry can handle all your dental needs from the basics to cosmetic procedures. All of this in the nicest dental facility I have ever seen. Jody has done it right. They're located conveniently at 55 Music Square East. And for an appointment, it's simple. Dial 615-259-5100 and tell them Plaz sent you. When you're thinking about golf, consider Riverside Golf Links. Under new ownership, the course has improved dramatically. It's now 27 holes, complemented by a nine-hole executive course. Book a tee time now at 615-847-5074 and get ready to enjoy the beauty of golf in the Old Hickory area at Riverside Golf Links. I'm Bart Durham. I was sworn in as a lawyer in 1963, and I've been working as a lawyer since then. We're a firm that does exclusively personal injury, a lot of tractor-trailer crashes. Insurance companies will open up their checkbooks when you force them to. We have systems that work. We get the most money for our clients in the shortest amount of time. I'm Blair Durham. My dad and I want to help. Give us a call at 615-242-9000. This is Eric Berner with Rock Hassle Wealth Advisors. I help people in the pursuit of making their money live as long as they do. People hire me because I use a customized, individualized, and personal approach for the person I'm working with. Everyone's situation is different. If you've lost a spouse or a parent and want to make sure your inheritance is utilized and does not just disappear, I can help with that. Call me at 615-235-1058 or email Eric at rockcastlewealth.com. Think about this for a second. If you go back to Labor Day weekend, middle, as in MTSU, got shredded at James Madison, and people were about to write the Blue Raiders off. They got a road win at Colorado State that surprised some people. 
a pretty lopsided win over TSU that I think most everybody thought would happen. And then this deal a week ago where they went down to Miami and ripped to shreds at the time, the nationally ranked Miami Hurricanes. Well, as I mentioned earlier, now they got to flip the switch because a very dangerous Texas San Antonio, a team that can really score a lot of points, is coming into Floyd Stadium tomorrow night in a game that'll be nationally televised. Our Lewis Maddox caught up earlier today with Blue Raider head football coach Rick Stockstill. Coach Stockstill, I probably think you already know where I'm going to start this one off at. You travel San south. Antonio. <laughs> yeah, close, <laughs> close, but we're going to backtrack just a little bit. Last week, you go down to Hard Rock Stadium in Miami, uh, playing the top, uh, the 25th ranked team in the country, and you get the job done. You beat them 45 to 31. Just take us through your team's emotions and mindset through last week in practice and leading up to that big game. Well, I think the big thing is, is I just told them, don't be intimidated. Don't be in awe of going down there. I said, you know, Michael Irvin, Ray Lewis, those cats ain't coming out of the smoke, you know. So go down there and play and be confident. And, uh, believe in yourself, believe in your teammates, believe in, in the plan. And they did. They went down there with a lot of confidence. Uh, and I just told them how tough it was going to be, that we had to be the tougher team. Physically, mentally, we had to overcome the adversity when it hit during the game, and we did overcome it mentally. Uh, you know, so really proud of our team and how physical and how tough we played. Coach, and, and you look at this game against Miami, you go down there and get the win. Uh, obviously a huge thing for your program, a big win for your guys, uh, but obviously you'd like them to, like you said, brush that off and now get focused for UTSA this Friday night. Uh, but, but obviously, yes, a historical win for your guys. What does it mean to them? Uh, and then how do you refocus them to get ready for UTSA? Well, I think the big thing is it's they created a memory that will last a lifetime that they're the first team in the history of Middle Tennessee football to ever beat a ranked team. You know, and there can only be one first. And uh, so they've got that. Uh, what they did was, you know, it was special. You know, it, it's hard to do especially in football, you know, because, you know, it's a bunch of people out there playing and it's not like one person can take over a game. So uh, it was a phenomenal uh, job by our players, our team, and I'm really happy for them. But, you know, just like I, I told them, you know, you got to – the mental toughness part of it is ignoring the noise, ignoring the noise after that first game of the year when, you know, everybody was negative. Now everybody's positive. You got to ignore that as well, and you don't you don't get caught up in it. You don't listen to it, uh, whether it's good or bad. You know, and you got to be mentally tough enough to when they start patting you on the back, you know, to say thank you. But your focus is on the next one, and um, you know that's what we talked about Sunday. And I think our guys have done a good job of handling it this week. And Coach, I want, to, I want to ask one more question about Miami. I know going back to your playing days, you had a big rival in the Hurricanes. I want to know uh, how personally special this one was to you. Well, I mean, they, I was asked that after the game, and I said it never factored in it. You know, I'm all Middle Tennessee, and that's all I care about. But, you know, I would be lying a little bit if I didn't say there was some satisfaction being 
a Florida State guy and a little bit of garnet gold still in me. Uh, you know, that I did take a little bit of satisfaction from it. And I wear Coach Bowden's name on my hat, and uh, I'm sure he was kind of looking down, smiling, you know, on us a little bit after that game. And, you know, happy for us that we got him. Yes, sir. I'm sure he was proud. Now, looking ahead into game number five, you're back at home this week against UTSA. The Roadrunners will be coming into town. Uh, it's a Friday night kickoff this time, a little bit different. Uh, UTSA, a team that's been very competitive this season, a two and two team. They've taken Houston to overtime. They've also got an overtime win against Army. What have you seen from those guys so far this season and this week in practice uh, that composes a challenge for your Blue Raiders? Well, they're a very talented team. You know, they've had a tough schedule. Uh, they went to overtime and lost to Houston. They were leading Texas in the second half and eventually lost that game. But it's a very talented team. They're the, they're the defending conference champion. They're the preseason pick to win it again. They've got the best quarterback in the league. They've got the best quarterback that we've played this year. He's very uh, dynamic. Uh, they're throwing the ball more this year than they did last year. Uh, they've got some special wide receivers that can stretch the field vertically. Uh, so we've got to play really well. And uh, it's a very fast defense. It's a very mature and old de uh, team. I th they've got eight senior starters on offense, seven senior starters on defense. Um, so it's a very experienced team. So uh, I don't want to sound coach cliche as speak, but this is as good a team as we've played this year. And coach, you talk about the Roadrunners. Uh, they're coming in this Friday night, a different kind of kickoff for the first conference game of the season. Does that affect your weekly preparation at all, or is it not so much yeah. since it's a home game? Well, yeah, it does affect it a little bit. And I've tried to keep this week as uh, consistent and routine-ish as possible, you know, uh, Monday's our normal day off, um, you know, but our class schedules are so crazy on Monday, it was impossible to uh, practice. So we practiced a hair longer. We were going to practice a hair longer on Sunday, uh, but we couldn't because we got lightninged out. We had to come off early. Monday, you, we couldn't practice because of class schedule, so we just met with our players. Tuesday, yesterday was a normal Tuesday. Today will be like a Thursday, but a little bit longer. Tomorrow will be like a Friday, but a little bit longer. So I've tried to keep it as consistent, you know, as and normal as a, a normal week as we can. And uh, like I said, another home game for your squad this week. Uh, three, home, three wins in a row now, a three and one team, the Blue Raiders coming into this one. Uh, some excitement is being built. Uh, we're expecting a big crowd at Floyd Stadium this, this Friday night. Uh, and you've also got some, some other things happening. Uh, just to mention one, Kevin Byard will be getting his number retired uh, in the stadium into the Ring of Honor this, this Friday night. Uh, talk about him just a little bit, making impacts here and now in the NFL uh, and how special he is to you in this program. Yeah, well, first of all, I hope we have a great crowd. I hope the students come. Uh, I hope the I know it's a high school football night and all that. Um, but if, if your son's not playing in a high school game, I hope you'll come watch us because this team deserves a, a, a nice crowd tonight. Um, but no, I'm, it's special to honor KB uh, with his jersey retirement. And, um, you know, he was a great player here. 
He's been a great player for the Titans, but more importantly, what he's done back home in his community and in this Middle Tennessee community is special. Uh, he's a great man. He's a great friend now. Um, and I'm just really, really proud and happy for him and, and for him to be able to do this or have his number retired. Coach, good luck against the Roadrunners. We'll catch up again next week. Appreciate you. So, Watson, how do you as a coach in in the situation Rick's in where you have you have taken down a huge name? They may not be as good as their name. Their crowd isn't as good as their name, but that's Miami. How do you how do you make this work where five days later they forget about that? I I thought the easier it became by who you play. If it was somebody we're supposed to beat, it was tougher. If it's the defending champion and the preseason pick to win it again, I don't think you have to do a whole lot. They're going to be ready to play. It's first conference game, and and uh, I don't I don't see any way there's a let up with them because of who they're playing. You only get these boys one time, and they're coming to Murfreesboro. He about got them last year in Texas. And uh, it sets the tone for the conference because this is the first conference game. So there's so much at stake. I think this is easy for him that way. I think the tougher thing for him will be, I did this a ton. We we did this at UAB probably four or five times a year, George. So I think I always said I want them to know what to do and I want them fresh. So I backed off of them a lot in these kind of weeks when you had short weeks. And uh, didn't do a lot of contact at all. And I'll bet you that's what he's thought a bunch about is I got to get, make sure they know what to do, but I don't want to physically get after them too much this week. Watson, when you're the coach in, in Stockstill's place Friday night, in the locker room before the game, do you know if you've succeeded with this message or failed? Uh, sometimes you know. And usually it's when you succeeded, you know. Uh, sometimes when you fail, you don't know. That's the way I would say it. You, you say, are they ready? Are they not? Yeah, I gave up on that after a few years. I mean, it just, it's really hard to do. Uh, but, you, but there were games, one of the Friday night games that I had, we played number 12 TCU on a Friday night at UAB. I knew before we left that locker room, look out, dudes, we're coming after you. And we beat the fool out of them. I think we beat them 35 to 10 or something like that. And they were 12th in the country. And uh, they were in the conference with us, so it was a conference game. That night I knew there's been times where I'm kind of guessing and then sometimes it didn't turn out real good. But I think you know more on the good times than you know the bads. How hard is it on – when you have players who are emotional, here's where I'm coming from. A day and a half ago, I was absolutely whistling about the Braves. Man, we are going to get the Mets. And all of a sudden, last night doesn't go well, and I'm sitting there going, we're not. We got to sweep them. Scherzer, DeGrom, we're probably not going to. I'm not the only emotional person out there. And on a football no. team – there are a bunch of roller coaster rides. How do you make that work? Year round. You, you work on that constantly. 
And the, the fan is going to be that way. And you would want them that way, George. That's what I always told our kids. I love our fans being passionate, whether they all over us or they're patting us on the back. I love them being passionate. That's the way I would approach my teams. And so I'd rather have them doing that than sitting over in the corner. I don't care what they do, um, but we can't be that way. And uh, you, you, you preach that not on the night of the game. You preach it from January when you got them back for the first time, right up to the season. You talk about it all in the preseason. It, we got to be strong every day. We don't treat any day different, whether things are great or things are awful. You have to stay on an even keel. Coaches talk that, I'll bet, as much as anything they talk to their teams about. Oh, yeah. About don't get too high, don't get too low, don't let a play in a game turn it into this or that, and just keep playing. Keep the same mindset. Hard to do. It, one thing I never could understand in my business, you play 11 or 12 times. How in the world? I mean, baseball's playing, what, 160? I mean, how You play 12 times, 11 times, and you can't get ready to play, and yet it happens. I, I still to this day, after 46 years in the business, do not understand that. I just, okay, I, you want a theory? Huh? You want a theory? Yeah. Sure. I think you can only use the emotional juice about three times a year in football. The rest of the time, I think you've just got to go out there workmanlike and hope to kick the other team's butt. But the whole, you know, you save, for instance, when you were at Vandy, your guys would be emotional to play Tennessee. That's their rival. They might not be as emotional to play South Carolina. That's not a rival. They might not have gotten all juiced up to play Missouri, but they probably got juiced up to play Alabama. They definitely got juiced up to play Tennessee. I believe you can only bring that emotional juice about three times a year. That's why that's I don't just, think – that's why, I, I, as a coach, I don't believe in that. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in rah-rah. I don't believe in emotions and juice. I want to go play – excited, solid football every week. And here's the difference. When you're at a Vanderbilt and you you get high as a cat for Alabama, and then you got, like you said, I'll just use what you said, and then you got South Carolina coming the next week. That high as a cat lets you beat them or near beat them or whatever. But your team's got to be good enough to win and not have to have that high as a kite every time you go out there. And right. sometimes your team's not good enough to win and not have high as a kite every time you go out there. That's when, to me, George, you're in trouble. When you got a football team that can go play, go play all the 12 opponents, play them all the same way, and win your share of them with your, the way you do it, that's the way it ought to be. That's the way – that's why in the SEC, that's why to me – you don't need real deep non-conference because, man, you're going to line up eight times and lay it on the line. And especially when you're a lower one trying to rise like a Vanderbilt, you better have some of those games that you don't have to be high as a kite and win. Uh, you've got to have some of those. And if you're, not, if you're not good enough to do that, you're going to be in trouble that year anyway. Speaking of which, we'll check out the SEC lines for Saturday. 
When we come back, this is Main Street Media Television. For Dustin Timmons and Joey Donnelly, they welcome every opportunity to serve and satisfy their clients. Whether you are looking to build your dream home or renovate your current home, their team will ensure that every client and remodel is unique, luxurious, completed on time, and within budget. Contact them today to set an appointment for a free consultation or to view some of their completed projects by logging on to DonnellyTimmons.com. At WellSkin Dermatology and Aesthetics, we pride ourselves in providing access, innovation, and a patient experience second to none. Access to care and treatment when you need it. Innovation with medical-led cosmetics and various on-site technologies for full-service treatments with a customer experience that is calming, casual, and effective. Independently owned, providing medical, surgical, pediatric, and cosmetic dermatology and more. Visit WellSkinMD.com to schedule your appointment today. WellSkin Dermatology and Aesthetics. Access to healthier skin. It's your last chance to get a spring tune-up for summer. Complete service heat and air can clean your coils, check out your motor, and make sure you have cold air on that first hot day of summer. Complete service heat and air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way. 24-7 service. Call us at 615-797-3997. That's 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Have you heard about the high levels of radon in Middle Tennessee? Radon gas is the second leading cause of lung cancer, second only to smoking, and has no color, no taste, and no smell. The only way to know if you have radon is to test for it. Durad Radon Mitigation offers testing for small and large-scale residential and commercial properties plus mitigation services. Visit DuretRadonMitigation.com to request testing or get a free estimate for mitigation. That's DuretRadonMitigation.com. Since 1865, the First Baptist Church of Gallatin on Winchester Street has served its community by catering to the least, the last, and the lost. Providing a church of welcome used by God to save the lost, transform the saved, and impact its community. As a proud multi-ethnic congregation, Pastor Derek Jackson personally welcomes you to join them in fellowship Sunday mornings at 8 in person or at 1045 in person or online at firstbaptistgallatin.org. First Baptist Gallatin on Winchester Street, serving with open arms as a true church of welcome.
Okay, let's check out SEC lines for this week's games. And we'll start with this one that's been, well, we'll start with this one. Um, I don't get this one, and I haven't gotten it all week long. Number one, I think Kentucky has done enough. They should have been favored in the game. Not by much. Maybe one, maybe two max. Why Ole Miss is a seven-point favorite? Hell if I know. I don't get it. I keep asking myself, Watson, does Vegas know something we don't? They must. I can't imagine it being that high. I could see it. Kentucky favored up to Ole Miss by three. That'd be the that'd be the somewhere in that Kentucky by one or Ole Miss by three. That's what I would say. But we just don't know about Ole Miss, George. They may not be near as good as we think, and they may be a lot better than we think. And maybe Vegas has been able to figure it out by watching them or there's some inside something. I don't know. But I can tell you, I've watched Ole Miss play some of these teams, and I cannot tell you. The one I watched the most was Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech's awful. God bless them. They're just they're, – their defense is awful. And so I just – I don't know. I do think that's too many. I don't think okay. it'll be – if Kentucky wins or loses, it ain't going to be by seven or more. I don't think so either. Let's go to the 11 o'clock. Well, that is an 11 o'clock. Here's a 2.30. And we all know <clears throat> how good Alabama is. This is a program that Arkansas has been sort of gearing to get to, and now they get them at home. Watson, can they keep this close? This is a game I considered taking, just uh, in, the, in the underdog picks. And the only reason I'm not going to, uh, and I thought hard about it because I like that 17, but I just don't think their pass coverage is good enough, George. I just don't think they can hold Alabama down. I think they're going to be in this game. I think it's going to be a great game to watch. But I just think at the end, I think it's going to be way under 17. That's my thoughts, way under 17. But I just don't think they can slow Alabama down. I think it's a little bit like I talk about Tennessee. I don't think Arkansas can outscore them. Yeah, which is on paper what they got to do. They got to they got outscore them, and I just don't think they can. With well, they've had all kind of secondary problems, and I, about the time I'd want to take this game, George, I'd think about Missouri State, and I you just don't yeah. let an FCS hang around like that if you're pure bona fide enough to beat the number two team in the country, and that's that's the two things that have kind of kept me away from it. But I would love to pick that game. Let's go next to Starkville. Stark Vegas. Yes. I don't know what to about think. I, I was down on AM Watson, no quarterback, and then they put their best performance of the year together to beat Arkansas. What do you think here? I think it's going to be a dog fight with it being the dogs. I do. I think Johnson has made AM a different team. Now, they still can't score a ton of points, George, but they have a much better offense, and they lost one of their best receivers, maybe their best receiver for the season in the Arkansas game. And uh, Arkansas misses a field goal with a kid that makes them all and missed it. And 
I think Mississippi State wins in a close game. I don't think A&M can score as many points as Mississippi State's going to score. Moving on. Let's head to the Plains. Okay. This on paper, Watson, feels to me like LSU could win in double digits. Auburn just has not shown me enough to believe. And if LSU does win in double digits, Brian Harson will be out on Sunday. I, I just feel like they're waiting for the excuse, and I think LSU is going to give them the excuse. Yeah, and the only the only thing that I kind of keep want to watch in this is this series has been wild through the years. It has. And it never seems to come out, George, the way that everybody thinks it's going to. But Auburn just didn't have a quarterback. They just don't have a quarterback, and Daniels is playing great for LSU. But I I, I wouldn't touch this one. I wouldn't take LSU. I would Dan sure wouldn't take Auburn. But I'm telling you, through all SEC history, we've watched these two teams play each other a lot through years, and always it never seems to turn out the way they think it's supposed to. So look out. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, the number one team in the country goes on the road to Columbia, Missouri. Yeah, tough one to pick here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, is there any scenario where this is considerably more interesting than we think? Heavens no. Especially oh, after Missouri is Missouri struggles on defense after what they went through last week. You talk about a, a loss that you just can't take. I mean, they, they should have won that thing three or four times. And no, I, I don't think Missouri's got any semblance of a chance to stay within the 29. Well, and I think George has been criticized all week. Kirby Smart it seems like that type of coach to put that on the bulletin board and say, let's go let's go beat Missouri's brains in. So I, 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 I definitely take Georgia big in that one. Yeah, I think I think Kirby got their attention this week, and it, it wouldn't be good to be anybody that's probably playing Georgia this week. No, and poor Missouri on top of what they just went through. I mean, <laughs> wow! I I don't even know that I'll turn over and see any of this one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame uh, you. Put your hands over your eyes. Oh, it, it <laughs> could be rough. Head. It could be rough. Okay. That's a little of what we've got with the SEC spreads. When we come back, we have stat of the day for you. Then Willie Donick and Darren McFarland will join us. We'll get to another week of depressing underdog picks. This is Main Street Media Television. <laughs> Serving Williamson and surrounding counties, Bone and Joint Institute of Tennessee offers comprehensive orthopedic care with 16 subspecialized physicians. Our practice provides high-tech care with a hometown touch. We offer physician clinics, physical and occupational therapy, advanced imaging, and surgical services, including interventional procedures. Call us at 615-791-2630. We're Bone and Joint Institute of Tennessee. High-tech care with a hometown touch. 
This is attorney Bart Durham, and this is me. I'm Aaliyah. Keeping in good physical condition is really important to me. But when I had a wreck with a tractor trailer truck that hurt my legs so bad, I couldn't work for almost a year. I knew I needed a lawyer that understood tractor trailer cases. So I called Bart. Bart gets millions of dollars for his clients every year. At Bart Durham Injury Law, we've handled hundreds of tractor trailer cases. My dad and I want to help. Give us a call at 615-242-9000. The high school football season is here, and nobody handles Friday nights better than Main Street Media. Here's Zach Womble with details. That's the name of the game here at Main Street Media and Main Street Preps. Is, you know, we've been doing this for a long time now, and I think you hit on it. We've got an army of reporters across all of Middle Tennessee. I think there's about 130 schools in the Middle Tennessee area, and we cover we try to cover all of them. We cover about 11, 12 counties at this point. And uh, yeah, those those Friday night shows. It's you know we're gonna we're gonna show we're gonna show that off. We're gonna showcase the talent that we have on the field with with reporters across several mid state games on the weekly basis. So you know whether you're in Williamson County, whether you're in Giles County or Murray County or Montgomery or Robertson or anywhere in between, we're gonna have you covered from six to eleven. Friday Night Live is presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office where fans don't let fans drive drunk. Welcome to the Omni Nashville Hotel. Urban elegance with a vintage touch. Our 800-room hotel opened up in the fall of 2013 with 746 guest rooms and 54 suites. Hey everyone, I'm John English, this is Keith Wallace, and we would like to welcome you to John English Antique Sports and Cards in Shelbyville, Tennessee. We specialize in graded and ungraded sports and non-sports cards, vintage wax boxes and unopened cases. We have a large selection of PSA graded cards. We also specialize in old sports collectibles, baseball, football, basketball, golf, and tennis. You can find it all at John English Antique Sports and Cards. We are happy to be associated with Nashville's greatest sports antique, George Plaster. Welcome back into the George Plaster Show. It is now time for Stat of the Day, powered by the great folks at John English Vintage Sports and Cards, as well as Eric Berner with Rock Castle Wealth Advisors. You can find John English in Shelbyville, Tennessee. They specialize in antique and historical sports equipment, games, advertising, and other sport-related items. You can, of course, find them in Shelbyville Tuesdays through Fridays from noon to 5 o'clock and Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 5 Visit them online at johnenglishgradedcards.com. Also, Eric Berner with Rock Castle Wealth Advisors. Call Eric at 615-490-7052 or visit their website at rockcastlewealth.com for more information. And 
We move on to today's stat of the day. All right, George and Watson, there are eight FBS college football quarterbacks to throw for 50 touchdowns or more in a single season. Eight of them. How many of them can you name? Good Lord. A lot of beef to that one. Okay, Watson, let's uh, let, let's you and I think this through for a second. Bound to be some BYU guys in there uh, over the years, correct? Oh, no. I don't – that's so far back. You just didn't throw it near as much as you throw it today, George. Yeah. And I mean, this- when, we were, when we were at Vanderbilt, we were tops in the country, us and Stanford, I believe with Whip Taylor, and we didn't throw – he didn't throw 50. So, I don't know. I don't know if it'd go back that far. Is there a BYU quarterback on the list? No. Not not of, not of to my knowledge. And my knowledge doesn't go too far back. Well, that didn't help. <laughs> but the, um, the, the majority of these guys are, are fairly recent. So, I mean, what Watson said is right. Don't Don't think back too far. What in the in the June Jones time? Um, what's the kid that's Timmy the, Chang? Timmy Chang might be one. The, the what was the one after him? Colt uh, Colt Brennan. Colt Brennan would might be one. Yeah, he is one. Uh, and I'll uh, go ahead and do Cougars, that. The Cougars in the run and shoot times. What was the kid's name? Um, it was what under was John name? Jenkins. Yeah, under John. Dingler, was Dingler the quarterback? That don't sound right. Klingler? Klingler. On that it? He played he played in the yeah, league that, as a backup. George, wow. That's okay. where George was going. That's that's Klingler, Dingler, whatever. Same thing. Yeah. Um, you know, we could be at this one a while. I don't think we can get them all, but we're we're on the right track. It's yeah. it's got to be those wild passing offenses, George. Recent because that's raised. still a lot of. I don't even think an Alabama guy through their quarterbacks here recently or anything's thrown fifty. That's a bunch now. I don't. The guy, what did the guy Hooker last year? What threw thirty six? So yeah. this has got to be those those wild passing offenses. Okay. Let, let's think Texas Tech for a minute. Right, I think Mike Leach is team. Okay. Who do you uh, have at Oklahoma? Mahomes. Well, Mahomes was one of them at Texas Tech. Yeah, we, um, that might be possible. The, um, uh, the 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 kid who's now at West Graham Harrell, uh, now possible. the offensive coordinator at uh, West Virginia, might be. Or is there a Texas Tech quarterback? No. Oh well, whatever. I tell you what. For time's sake, go ahead and just show us what's what here. Okay, so so here's what we got. Bailey Zappi, of course, broke From the Western record. Kentucky. With 62, Burrow 60, Colt Brennan 58, Watson said that one. There's Klingler with 54, B.J. Simons with 52, Dwayne Haskins. Wait, hold on a second. Who is B.J. Simons? Wasn't he play at Texas Tech? I, I, I do not know who B.J. Simons is. I think he played at Texas Tech. It may have been one of Leach's okay. early ones. Yeah. And then Dwayne Haskins with 50, Derek Carr with 50, and Sam Bradford with 50. Sam Bradford. I bet you wow. Leach's, Leach's pile coached him, too. 
Yeah. That's it's interesting. More. That's an we the only one we really the two we should have got, George, was Zappy and Burr. I didn't realize Zappy had that many. Good I knew Lord. Western Kentucky. It's got you gotta be just yeah. wild passing offense. I mean, that's all you do. And right. Joe Burrow, that was an unbelievable year. We should have got that one. Yeah. Okay. That's a hard Very one. Flunk. That is a tough question. That's a tough question. I never yeah. would have thought Dwayne Haskins passed for 50. Wouldn't have thought mm. of it. Amazing. Okay. All right. I guess, are, are we ready why for, the, for the five o'clock hour? It's time to get legal. <laughs> we are ready for the five o'clock hour brought to you by Middle Tennessee Bone and Joint Clinic. They combine state-of-the-art orthopedic service with a family atmosphere, whether it's a sports injury, a sprained ankle, or a major joint replacement. MTBJ has the staff, training, and equipment needed to take care of any patient in any circumstance. Their mission is to provide high-quality, specialized orthopedic care in a compassionate manner to the people of Columbia and Middle Tennessee. Visit them online at mtbj.net for more information. And it is now time for Underdog Picks. Powered by Sir Speedy, whether you need top-notch printing, custom web design, or a direct mail marketing campaign, Sir Speedy is ready to help get the quality products, services, and experience that your business deserves. Partner with Sir Speedy today by logging on to their website at sirspeedy.com. And before we get to underdog picks, George, Willie is is stuck in traffic at the moment, so he is uh, he is joining us by phone. Is he now? Yes, yes, he is. Willie, exactly where are you? Are you in New Jersey? What, what's the deal? I will be with you guys momentarily. I, I've just walked into the house. Uh huh. So just allow me to use our wonderful technology. Yeah. And I will be, you will see me in my regular stance here in just two seconds. Okay, I tell you what not we'll two, do then. Not more like 30 seconds. Yeah, Come back look, to me in 30 seconds and you will see me. Okay, fair enough. Let's say hello to Darren McFarland, who is a very happy camper because his Cleveland Indians, not this guardian crap, the Indians won their division, which at the moment is more than I can say for the defending world champions. Darren, how are you? <laughs> Did I do that? Is that allowed? I oh, I don't know. You know what? I just did it. The no fun police will be out on you. <laughs> I, I can't believe they did it. Uh, I didn't give them a chance, uh, but they did. What a what an unbel- what a nice surprise. Is this a deal where basically you're saying this is the victory? You don't feel like they can go any farther? Uh, probably. <laughs> Deep down. Probably. Yeah. If I'm being honest, I mean, I also didn't expect them to be at this point. So maybe this is where they keep surprising me. Yeah. I, I like surprises. Who who will they open with? I don't know. Don't know yet. Okay. No, but it was um, fun, by the way, watching Judge last night. That was victory. Fun. Oh, yeah. You don't feel like they can go yeah. any farther? Hold on a second. My bad there, George. Yeah, what, what do we got there? Okay, we've got Willie in what looks like Mammoth Cave. Willie, let there be light. Okay. There will be light in one second. Uh, I just, I'll have to get up from the chair, though. I just wanted you to know that I'm here. Okay, that's exciting. You've got on your free Predator uh, deal. Swag, we call it. Yes, no, absolutely you, 100% free. Right, you learned that from me. Oh, big time. I okay, go ahead. Turn on a light, for okay. God's sakes. 
Okay, the conservation of light just not going to work on this show. And there is light. Let there be light. Oh, this is so exciting. Got bookcases, books he's never read. Oh, yeah. Um, a lot of books that I haven't read on that shelf. You just, yeah. if you wear glasses and you sit in front of a bookshelf, you look smarter. I don't know if it means you're actually smarter. Willie, so the Preds have opened with some preseason games. Have you done any games yet? Uh, yes, I did the second game of the doubleheader the other night, the, the game that they won. Uh, they, they play Tampa tonight and tomorrow. Of course, the weather in Tampa, they were scheduled to be in Tampa tonight, but instead Tampa ended up coming up here uh, so that they could sort of stay on schedule. But it's really unfortunate, of course, down there, they have just been up that Gulf Coast. It's been really rough for sure. Yeah. Okay, I guess let's review what went on last week. And uh, let's review. Yeah, it, it is not time all of it's good for the week four results. Mm, and we start. Darren McFarland took Wake Forest. Mm. That I'll say that's the worst loss of the season. Uh, Wake was in that game all the way throughout. Uh, uh, lost a shootout in uh, in Winston Salem, fifty-one to forty-five, and. Man, that, I, Darren, that's that's a tough one. That's a tough one. That, that was your chance to kind of, uh, you know, regain your uh, your superiority in the standings, but didn't quite happen for you. So Clemson ended up winning that one 51 to 45 in overtime. Hold, hold on a second. Darren, do you not at least take some satisfaction that they scared the crap out of Clemson? No, they should have won it. <laughs> so, no, I, I wanted those seven points. They dug themselves a huge hole at the beginning. I was in Pigeon Forge, and I was like, boy, that did not, I've got another dud pick. And then they came roaring back, and I thought should have won the game, personally. Yeah. I don't know if you guys feel differently, but maybe I'm biased. But no. I thought they should have won the game. Yeah. So, I don't feel good. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was a, it was a great game though, right? I mean, it was a it was a great college football game. I didn't yeah. think there were a, a lot of great games last weekend, but I thought that was one of them. Oh, it was terrific! Oh, great game, great game. Wake this guy, Forest. Sam Hartman, he's a stud. That offense is legit, but the defense got some holes. Yeah, definitely got a few holes there. Uh, so Darren, of course, takes the tough loss. We go to Willie. He had Rutgers plus seven and a half, and Rutgers. Nothing doing. Really not a lot doing. They pooped the bed. Yeah. 27. I I really counted. I didn't think they would score a lot. But giving up 27, that was not in the cards there. They did not play well. That They missed an opportunity to sort of say to the rest of the Big Ten, we're, we're moving up the ranks a little bit. We've got a little more of that Greg Schiano 2.0. But no dice. It was bad. Yeah. Watson, could you help Rutgers offense? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No help. No help there, babe. You, you they better keep playing good defense because they got no chance. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. Well, so, so far next, it's sure been pleasant. George, have you uh, just been trying to kill some time to so we so we don't get to you? This was pathetic. Michigan State plus three, and they get boat raced. Oh. George said uh, you can take your boat and row it into the what was it Lake Erie or one of those Lake Michigans or whatever. Shove it up. Uh, they did. Uh, they did the opposite to Michigan State, thirty-four to seven. 
What do you have to say for yourself? Well, I'll tell you what I have to say. They suck. <laughs> Darren, did I, you see any of this? I, I've got Michigan State friends, and they are, let's just say, very unhappy right now. He's getting paid $95 million for that? I know. Believe me, I'm hearing it from them. They are. Oh. It is not good. Watson, not- have, have you ever experienced an underdog pick that you knew 10 minutes in it was over? Oh, Lord, yes. <laughs> I, I've had many. Well, I've so never experienced – I've never experienced 95 million, but I've experienced <laughs> that I haven't experienced. It was pitiful. Oh, I mean, and look, PJ Flex done a nice job at Minnesota, but let's not act like, you know, they're Oklahoma or or Alabama. It's Minnesota, for God's sakes. George, it lets you go watch something else. That's what it did. I mean, well, you know, it did do that. And, there's and something I think to that. So here, here was the way it was set up. Darren, I want you to appreciate this. Tennessee, Florida on the big screen. To the left was Minnesota, Michigan State, but also a clicker that could get me to the Braves game quick. Neither one of those were particularly satisfying. And so at halftime, I basically threw Minnesota out of the rotation and went with something on stadium. When you watch a game on stadium, first of all, it's not high def. The announcers are worse than me. (laughs) The, The graphics, you've got to have like 20... 20 perfect vision to read these graphics and and none of the teams are in a conference you know a real conference that stadium thank you better coverage css or (laughs) css um css had better coverage my guess is that stadium pays better than css (laughs) (laughs) so Watson, this is a true story. So the two years I did Georgia Tech, um, CSS called me and told me that they couldn't pay my my hotel room the night before because I was the only announcer that didn't live in the city that I was doing the game. And they had a policy, and I told them to shove their policy. (laughs) I know what you said. Shocker. I've heard it before. Yes. Yes, you have. Yeah. Okay. Uh, does anybody else lose or win? Well, Watson got the lone win. He went with the Texas Tech Red Raiders, his old team, another one of his old teams. I, I told him, Watson, you got to keep get a, gotta keep the old teams rolling. He said, I don't know if there's any more, you know, be running out of teams left before, before you know it. But Texas Tech got it done 37-34. Watson, I bet you were sitting on the edge of your seat. Honestly, I didn't even watch it. I, <laughs> I didn't see any of it. Come on, I was watching the score, and then I thought they were going to lose, so I just even quit looking at the score. And then you know how the scores come on a ticker to a game you're watching down below, and it says overtime, Texas and Texas Tech. I said, what? 
So that I turned over and I did see the overtime and the kid fumbles on the first play. <laughs> the Texas running back, uh, you talk about luck. I mean, and he's a great player and he fumbles on the first play after he's gained about six yards. <laughs> Well, so, we've got luck to get of the draw. We got to get your confidence up somehow. Uh, I mean, you're, you're I didn't watch it. I did not watch it. Did somebody kick a fifty yarder to to push it into OT? I have no idea. Yeah. Oh, Texas kicked a forty seven yarder. Yeah, they and I read that. Yeah. yeah, they had Texas. the ball for like thirty seconds and and got and went, and went down the field in twenty one seconds. Yeah, and yeah. kicked the field goal to tie Darren. Which if I'd have been watching that, that'd have killed me. I would have I'd have had a heart attack. I would have thought the game's over. You're ahead with 21 seconds, and you're kicking off, and they go down to Philly and kick a field goal, for God's sake. So thank goodness I didn't watch it to know. The, the game was in Lubbock. What is Lubbock close to? Uh, nothing. <laughs> the Mexico, sand? Mexico. It's close to sand and tumbleweed. That's what I'd say it's close to. Wow. Sand and tumbleweed. You There was – when. I was recruiting. I had Wichita Falls as one of my areas when I was there. And I would leave Lubbock, and there's a sign leaving Lubbock that says, if you don't have a full tank of gas right here, you're not going to make it to Wichita Falls. So you better fill up before you go past this sign. Oh, wow. That is a true story. And and you drive the 4-6 Ranch we've all heard about through all the years. You drive past that, and that's most of the trip from Lubbock to Wichita Falls. The 4-6 Ranch was always on my left going and on my right coming back. So, <laughs> unbelievable. Wow. It's a good win for Texas Tech. They go yeah, to Kansas big. State this week, and one of those two teams, having both scored big upset wins, one of them is going to really hop up, and the other is kind of going to get deflated a little bit. Yep. Huge so win. where are we in the standings? You posted those, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got got this graphic up for the standings. That's Watson, really nice. I was talking about him. He's got a got a nine point lead on the second place Willie Donick. So Watson is two and two. Willie and Darren are really jostling their second place. It'll be that'll be an interesting race to see who can who can take control of that second place. And George, yeah, your platinum medal winner. <laughs> 0-4, no points, nada. Zero, not even close. Are, are we, Gentlemen, are we surprised by this? <laughs> surprised that I have zero? Yeah, I mean, I'm a little surprised. Yeah. Maybe maybe I'm wrong in that. I don't it's been a long season. It's a long season. We got you're right, you're right. Willie's trying to infuse some confidence no. into you, just like I'm trying to infuse some confidence into Watson. Watson has all the reason in the world to be confident. However, he's got bad mojo from the past in this competition. <laughs> That's what the problem there's, is. There's ghosts flying around. There are some little ghosts. Okay. That says, last place, last place, last place. Let's go to the break on that, and then we'll find out who everybody is taking this week. Underdog Picks. This is Main Street Media Television.
Buying or selling a home can be a very personal experience. Why not go with the team that receives nearly all of their business from referrals? Clearly a trusted name in real estate. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners has sold more than 500 homes in the last seven years. Voted best in Sumner County multiple times. Proven to be trusted with your most personal assets. Call the Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners at 615-906-8458. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners. Middle Tennessee's most trusted team in realty. I highly recommend Sumner Funeral and Cremation because of their caring nature and attentiveness to detail. Pre-planning your funeral now will bring you peace of mind and less stress to your loved ones. When the chaos of losing you happens, your family can honor and celebrate your life, knowing things are happening just as you wanted them to. Pre-planning determines the details of your funeral, cemetery services, and can be less expensive. We are honored to serve you and are always here for you in your time of need. Sumner Funeral and Cremation. Traditional. Affordable. Dignified. SumnerFuneral.com. Jody Jones Dentistry can handle all your dental needs from the basics to cosmetic procedures. All of this in the nicest dental facility I have ever seen. Jody has done it right. They're located conveniently at 55 Music Square East. And for an appointment, it's simple. Dial 615-259-5100 and tell them Plaz sent you. When you're thinking about golf, consider Riverside Golf Links. Under new ownership, the course has improved dramatically. It's now 27 holes, complemented by a nine-hole executive course. Book a tee time now at 615-847-5074 and get ready to enjoy the beauty of golf in the Old Hickory area at Riverside Golf Links. I'm Bart Durham. I was sworn in as a lawyer in 1963, and I've been working as a lawyer since then. We're a firm that does exclusively personal injury, a lot of tractor-trailer crashes. Insurance companies will open up their checkbooks when you force them to. We have systems that work. We get the most money for our clients in the shortest amount of time. I'm Blair Durham. My dad and I want to help. Give us a call at 615-242-9000. This is Eric Berner with Rock Castle Wealth Advisors. I help people in the pursuit of making their money live as long as they do. People hire me because I use a customized, individualized, and personal approach for the person I'm working with. Everyone's situation is different. If you've lost a spouse or a parent and want to make sure your inheritance is utilized and does not just disappear, I can help with that. Call me at 615-235-1058 or email Eric at rockcastlewealth.com. Okay, we're back. We're just a big old happy group. We have our commissioner top left corner. That's Billy Derrick. Me in the uh, Michigan State green. Watson (laughs) Brown, upper right-hand corner. Then Willie, who has grown a beard and kept it now for a pretty good amount of time. 
He has been a commissioner in his past. Uh, nobody seems overly impressed with that. And then we have Darren McFarland, who's the happiest camper of all because his Cleveland Indians are central division champions of the American League. Darren, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Willie, how confident are you about your Mets? Whoa. Not overly confident. They stole one last night, which was a big, big win. They were down 4 nothing in the seventh inning, and Eduardo Escobar knocked in five runs from the seventh inning through the tenth inning to win it. Five to four. So they have the edge and they have their best pitchers going into Atlanta to Atlanta. And so that's all you can ask for. But I, I have seen the Mets not do well against the Braves many times when it counts. Gagged. Yes. Including 1999 when Kenny Rogers had the walk-off walk. He walked, I think it was Andrew Jones with the bases loaded. Like you end the season by walking in a guy with the bases loaded. That still hurts to this day. <laughs> and Darren, when that moment happened, I yelled out, we're going to the World Series. <laughs> Did I feel any sorrow for Willie? Oh, no. 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 None. <laughs> do you guys think Judge will be back with the Yankees, or he's gonna, do you think he's going to leave? We know what George wants, but what, what do we think? What do we Let's take our emotions out of it. Willie, I think there's something going on that he's not talking about. He's classier than that. He turned down seven years, $230 million for a reason. I think there's something about the Yankees or that clubhouse that he doesn't like, and I think he's leaving. I don't know. I, I, I think one way or the other, the Yankees, they have to have him back. They can't. They cannot let him walk. They have to pay whatever it takes, and it's going to cost them. I think he'll end up staying there. That's that's the thing that's missing. They're about $100 million off on their offer. That's why he turned yeah. <laughs> He's going to get about 330 is what he's going to get. Yeah. Jeez. Crazy. Crazy money. But and Did you guys see Matt Bushman, the former Commodore right-hander, bullpen coach of the Blue Jays, who got the ball? and gave it back to the Maris and Judge families, much to the chagrin of his wife, Sarah Walsh, who used to work at Channel 2 that we know very well. She was watching on TV as it happened in the hurricane down in Tampa. And she was saying, maybe, oh, wow. maybe he should have called home and make sure the house was still standing before he gave up that ball. It was $2. <laughs> Did Aaron Judge give him anything? Oh, I don't know. That's a good, that's a good question. He just what would you do? Would you, if you work for the team, it's probably pretty tough, right? If you work in baseball, you would look pretty bad if you put it in your pocket and sold it, right? I, I would give it to him. Yeah, I would have given it to him. Right I was a spectator and caught it. I'd have given it to him. There's, there's no other option. I mean – that, no, there, there is another option. Yes, there is. <laughs> there is another option. Aaron, talk about the other option. The other option involves the color of Georgia's shirt. It's called green. <laughs> Lots of them. Yeah. Like a is half a million. Done? Darren yeah. would have been one of the two guys with the gloves in the first row of the seats that reached over and came within an, an inch of catching it. And you could see, you know, their dreams and hopes 
were dashed. Like they almost had it, and the dep- this feeling of of coming that close and not getting it was probably worse than not getting it alone. Watson, you know would I mean? you would you give it back? I w- I would give it back, but I don't know how much money we're talking about. I'll bet you it is big bucks, and we've all got a price point. So. <laughs> I'm not sure if I heard how much that ball might be worth that I would have given it back. Right here, sitting here now, I'll say, yeah, I'd give it back. That's yeah. easy to say. So there is another option. Yeah, there is another option, but Leave it to Darren to tell us that. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep it real. I mean, if we're talking about a million bucks, I mean, I know I don't live yeah. in a castle. I mean, yeah. you know, a million bucks. Hold on. Do you think it is a million Oh, I mean, it's Aaron Judge, Yankees, Maris. It's going to command high, high. Yeah. And all it takes is one goofball to, to, that thinks it's worth that much. You know what I mean? It's it, You don't have to have a whole lot of logic. It just takes one crazy Yankee fan on eBay to, to drive the price up. Actually, two, probably, right? You need two guys bidding one another. And then if you get 10, that's just what those balls seem to be going for these days what would what would uh terry mccormick's price be 25.95 that's about right that was going single digits <laughs> here's the thing to me it belongs in one of two places it either belongs in aaron judge's possession or at the baseball hall of fame in cooperstown That's where it should end up, for sure. Well, that got dead silence. No, I, I agree with you, but the reality is, if one of those two guys with the gloves had caught it, we I don't think they would have given it to him. They had other plans. All right, I've, I've got other plans, too. <laughs> My plan is to win, but I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> well, let's see what the, what the order is looking like this week. First place, Watson Brown. Gets to have his chance to stay hot and very uh, youthful looking. Yeah, youthful Watson Brown. Number one and number two in the order will be Darren McFarland and then Willie in the three hole and batting cleanup tonight, George Plaster. Darren, is that a different hairdo in that picture? Uh, a little bit. Not really. It's just a little bit darker. (laughs) Well, no, it looks like it's moving. It looks (laughs) like some of it moved. It does look like yeah that we're I'm in a windstorm, but I'm pretty sure that was at uh, sports festival, and I think that's indoors. Okay. So and on my was on fan. my end, that's the thinnest look that I have shown <laughs> quite some time. Well, I, your your head moves all the time, George. Thank you, Watson. It's a it's a, it's a bobblehead. It just moves constantly. That's, that's right. Yeah. The whole head, not just the, the whole head. head. Not, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Number three needs to get in the weight room, it looks like. Kind of scrawny. Yeah. Winter Park basketball, the pride of Winter Park. Okay, so uh, let's start. Watson, you get to go first here. You you, you get your chance to stay hot. I'll be really interested to see, are you riding with another former team? Well, hold on. Let me tell Darren one thing. Darren, they're not going to get to you. <laughs> not, not sure I know what that means. But oh, I, 
Are, are we saying that I'm not saying that Darren is a man of the Commonwealth, and the Commonwealth is not going to get to him. I'm, I'm, I'm confused. Well, let's I see. think he's saying somebody will take Kentucky. Is what You're I think darn tootin' I am. That's, is it you? Nope. Really? I'm going with the Middle Tennessee State Blue Ooh. Raiders. Ooh. First team I wrote down on the list. Wow. Watson I've been in these Friday games many times. Your best crowds are on Friday nights. Best crowds by far. They'll have a big crowd. They've been shooting at this game all in the offseason. This is the preseason pick. They won it last year. So this game won't – they won't be down about this game. They've been gearing toward this one. Kevin Byard's jersey is being retired. There are going to be a good many people there. I think they keep it going. They nearly beat these guys last year in Texas. I think they keep it going, and I think it's going to be hard, but I think they win in a high-scoring close game. Johnny Red Floyd Stadium should be rocking tomorrow. Should be rocking. 6.30 kick on CBS Sports Network. So, Blue Raiders plus the four. Four and a half. Four and a half, okay. Says, uh, well, what the hell? Let's see if he can get five. Yeah, let's go. No, no, five is four and a half last time I looked. Isn't that right, George? I think it is. Caesar says four, but I'll give you the four and a half anyway, Watson. <laughs> um, okay, we got wow. Watson going with the Blue Raiders. <laughs> okay, at, uh, at first, second, Darren McFarlane. So, Darren, who are you going with? You said MTSU was the first on your list. You know full well who he's going with. I'm I'm not going there, George. I'm going to leave it for you. I'm not going there. Really? Yeah. I'm tempted to just to sling one downfield with Arkansas, but I don't think I'm going to do that either. But I am tempted. George uh, needs to do that. George is not. Stay out of this. <laughs> you're not going to agree with this pick. And it may end up being a dud, and you guys may have a lot of fun at my expense next Thursday. But I do think – he hears the wolves howling, and he does make a lot of money, and that fan base is really upset, and they don't look very good. But this is exactly when teams bounce back and they get a win, just when you're ready to put the dirt, get the shovel and the dirt. I think Michigan State pulls off the upset this week. I think they win. Wow. At Maryland. At Maryland. Big with, upset. With Tua Jr. And you can give me Billy 10 on that one. You want. <laughs> <laughs> you have to kind of name your own line here. It's a negotiating line. Give me 10, if you yeah. don't mind. Okay. Do you not have an official service <laughs> dispute? I'm, I'm going by Caesars Sportsbook, courtesy of, of ESPN.com. So, why you gave the extra half point to, right. to Watson just because. Yeah, so clearly you're not going by Caesars because you just. Yeah. You went off the script. Okay, I, I, I will. Been, I will. Hold give. on. Now, hold on a second. This is some serious stuff here. You've been caught in a lie. I mean, you can call it what you want. Willie damn near got impeached for doing that one. Well, I, I got a lot of heat for things like that. Yeah, I, I mean, I knew. I knew. This I is not. not acceptable. What is it, and what isn't it? Okay, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put the hammer down, Watson. It is four. Okay, <laughs> four and a half. That's a good sign. That's a good sign. I it means it's gone down a little more. 
Sorry, Watson. I had to go for it. I mean, you know, I felt like the window was open to go for it, get <laughs> more points. And sorry, I, I knew somebody was going to push the issue there. Try, try to push so, it. So, what is my line? Yeah. <laughs> okay, eight and a half. You're okay, getting eight and a half. Okay. I think if you slip some money under the table, you could get it to nine. <laughs> oh, we can buy up points. Well, I think so. I, uh, apparently, with this commissioner, <laughs> no I don't is think any all... of us know what the rules are. Okay, is this all it takes to? You need to get control to start thinking about impeachment. You need to get control of the situation. <laughs> all right, I'm taking control. Four for Watson, eight and a half for Darren for Michigan State as they travel to Maryland. Two thirty kickoff there on Saturday. So Darren with a chance here to o- I, overtake. I told you, you guys would like that one. It's just a gut. It's a gut feeling. It might work. But then again, it might not. No. It yep. could be another Kyle Wright, right, George? Wow. <laughs> could be another Kyle Wright. They don't know what that is. I goes, he, he called Kyle Wright a fraud for a year. A solid year. He's made a fool out and of him. now he's the biggest hero the Braves have. So, I mean – they could be another uh, Michigan State could be a Kyle Wright right here on the spot. <laughs> could be another Kyle Wright. Yeah, whatever. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, Willie Donick in in the uh, in the batting order in the three hole. Of course, Willie struggled mightily last week, but but you're not out of it, Willie. You, you really aren't. You, you've got a chance to to uh, surface back up to the top. So where are you going this week? I have decided to double down on Wake Forest. So I'm going to leave the pick that George thought no way would be there so he can make his grand presentation to those in the Commonwealth. But I will take the Demon Deacons uh, plus the seven, a second week in a row. This They were knocking on the door against Clemson. They're going to kick it in at Florida State. I still don't think Florida State has been really tested, and I feel like Florida State is going to have a lot of problems like a lot of teams do with the slow mesh, which is the the hip term right now. Because I think Wake Forest has just tremendous offense. I think they're just going to run up and down the field on Florida State. And I think Florida State's not quite as good as Clemson at the discipline. So I think it'll be enough for Wake Forest to pull it off. Let, Let me ask the two of you all. Have you seen the guy Superman, the Florida State Superman? I don't think they have, George. Okay. Darren, during the Florida State-LSU game in the end zone, was a Florida State student dressed up in a <laughs> Superman costume. You don't remember that. Mm-mm. Willie, do you remember it? I, I don't. I saw the game. I, I It was a wacky game. I didn't see this guy, though. Well, you will Saturday if you're watching. All right. He is a an intern of mine, a student from Battleground Academy. <laughs> Oh, you know who this this Superman character is? Oh, we've had him on. Oh. Oh, absolutely. Butch Samide is his name. <laughs> and he'll be wearing that stupid outfit Saturday. And I'm here to tell you, I think he's going down. Willie, I think you've got a winner. Well, let's hope. That could be yeah. the kiss of death right there. I got to be honest. This is uh, – <laughs> I had MTSU first, Michigan State second, Wake Forest third, and if George has already <laughs> hinted, I, that'll be the first four teams that I put. So if he wow. pulls the trigger. 
Willie, are you confident? Are you still confident? Might be a lot of rain, might be a wet field down there. Are you still confident in the slow mesh of with, with Wake against? Oh yes, even more. There'll be people slipping. There'll be receivers running wide open with no help. It, they'll they'll Sam is going to knock them dead. He's the man. Okay. okay, a lot of confidence from Willie. He's feeling it good. It was raining. It was raining at Vanderbilt all day long, and Sam right. had no trouble carving <laughs> up the Commodores there. Do they have turf? Down there in Tallahassee? No, it's no. grass. It's grass. Okay. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Wake in Florida State, 230 on ABC. Willie taking Wake plus the seven there. George, you are the cleanup hitter here. Can you hit the grand slam here? Let me speak to my friends in the Commonwealth. Okay. This had better work. I have been supportive of you all all year long. You're a top 10 team. It's time to act like it. Go to Ole Miss and let them know who really is hotty toddy. It's Kentucky plus seven. Book it. Oh, 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 oh Lord. <laughs> this has got to be better than Michigan State was. I don't get it. What does Vegas know that we don't know about this game? All I know is I hope you're right, George, because Ole Miss comes here next week to take on the Commodores. I'm hoping Vanderbilt can be a little somewhat competitive against Ole Miss after the 55-3 last week uh, in Tuscaloosa there. So I'm kind of hoping Ole Miss is more of the fraud. but I And they didn't look all that great. But ne honestly, neither did Kentucky. Vanderbilt went up to Northern Illinois and won on the road by 10. And Northern Illinois, even though the backup quarterback played the whole game, was still right in it against Kentucky somehow. Darren, what would you have thought if I had talked to you, let's say, last Sunday, and I said, Darren, what do you think the Kentucky Ole Miss line will be? What, what would you have said? I would have probably said Ole Miss by four and a half. Really? Say, I would have gone Kentucky one. Mm, I would have no. I wouldn't have had him as the favorite. Not a, not in Oxford. But Darren is a known skeptic about his yeah. team from the from yeah. the homeland. He yeah. he usually doesn't beat their drum. He's usually kind of cynical. Well, yeah. worried, kind of worries. He doesn't really put himself out there too much with the right. big. When you not, see not what the guys have seen, not in like, you'd have the same. You'd be a skeptic too. But if they <laughs> win Saturday, your hair will move. <laughs> There won't be enough product in there to hold it in. Let's just say I'm rooting for you. <laughs> that a baby. Okay, review. Okay, it is time to review. Oh, uh, how many points do I get? <laughs> okay, you get seven. Kentucky plus the seven. Can't go to seven and a half? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Already laid that hammer down, George. Mm, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll see. I, I don't. I'm, there's no buying points here. Read on, Commissioner. A lot of sass today. All right, we got Watson taking MTSU plus four, not four and a half, plus four against UTSA tomorrow night at Floyd Stadium. And second, we got Darren taking Michigan State plus eight and a half on the road at Maryland. So very interesting pick there from Darren. Willie takes Wake plus the seven against FSU. By the way, it's going to work. I, I think you're right. 
I think you're right. Could be the kiss of death, though, there, Willie. So that's what I'm, I'm worried about that. I'm, I was feeling really good until George said that. <laughs> you're going to win. I can feel it. I, I'll even give you a score. 26-23 in OT. Lastly, George takes the Kentucky Wildcats on the road in Oxford against Ole Miss plus the seven. Plus so, a book it. You need to put that. And, and a book it and a lot of other things on top of it. A lot of confidence. Willie, if you will, give give uh, Billy that ridiculous speech you do at the end. Well, what you do is you, you now that you've recapped the picks with a lot of life and z- vigor, you wish everybody good luck. For the Gentlemen, good luck this weekend. Yeah, whatever. Stuff it. <laughs> Darren, enjoy the weekend before the playoffs. I hope my hair moves, George. <laughs> and Willie, enjoy your last weekend of hockey freedom. Yes, uh, I will be boarding the plane for, for uh, the Swiss Alps here uh, in a couple of days. So next week, if we can pull this off, I might be coming at you from Prague. I don't know what time in the morning it'll be, maybe like 3 a.m., but we might have to send in an alternate uh, person for my pick if we can't pull it off. But that would be an underdog first. To have I think it'll be Czechia. Check, fact check me on this, Willie. I think it'll be midnight. I think they're seven hours ahead, I think. I think they are. I think it is. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think it'll be midnight. Is that a nonstop Nashville to Prague? Well, we go to Bern, Switzerland first. So that's, uh, and I believe, yeah, Zurich is actually where we fly into first. So Nashville, Birmingham. <laughs> what what was the other one? Bern? Bern, yeah. Okay. Romanosi's hometown. And then Prague. And then Prague, yep. That's wonderful. The games in Prague count. That's right. Listen. Get us a couple of wins while you're over there. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. We'll see if we can pull it off. Now, I might be in some pub in Prague, and and the pick might be in Czech. So I don't know if Billy can understand that. He might need an interpreter for my pick. Actually, let's do this. Let's have Hal Gill make the pick for you in, well, the, I, in the pub. Darren, you know this. Hal will be up at midnight in Prague. Yes, he will. Actually, he's not going. Honestly, he's not going. He's he's going to be. He'll be stationed in Atlanta. For the the intermission post game and oh wow it is it is heartbreaking no question for how wow. because he was ready to explore the world as he always is he's the world traveler <laughs> maybe he can get some Braves tickets he yeah yeah you guys it. behave all right thanks see you guys talk to you next week after the break the plaster bet of the day Watson thinks he knows it I think he's got it right. And I think I do too. Stick around.
Serving Williamson and surrounding counties, Bone and Joint Institute of Tennessee offers comprehensive orthopedic care with 16 subspecialized physicians. Our practice provides high-tech care with a hometown touch. We offer physician clinics, physical and occupational therapy, advanced imaging, and surgical services, including interventional procedures. Call us at 615-791-2630. We're Bone and Joint Institute of Tennessee. High-tech care with a hometown touch. This is attorney Bart Durham, and this is me. I'm Aaliyah. Keeping in good physical condition is really important to me. But when I had a wreck with a tractor-trailer truck that hurt my legs so bad I couldn't work for almost a year, I knew I needed a lawyer that understood tractor-trailer cases. So I called Bart. Bart gets millions of dollars for his clients every year. At Bart Durham Injury Law, we've handled hundreds of tractor-trailer cases. My dad and I want to help. Give us a call at 615-242-9000. Hey everyone, I'm John English, this is Keith Wallace, and we would like to welcome you to John English Antique Sports and Cards in Shelbyville, Tennessee. We specialize in graded and ungraded sports and non-sports cards, vintage wax boxes and unopened cases. We have a large selection of PSA graded cards. We also specialize in old sports collectibles, baseball, football, basketball, golf, and tennis. You can find it all at John English Antique Sports and Cards. We are happy to be associated with Nashville's greatest sports antique, George Plaster. At Sumner Funeral and Cremation, our mission is to serve families as our own, celebrate the life of their loved one, and help begin the healing process. My whole family, including my wife and my mom and siblings, were very happy with the treatment that we received. I would highly recommend Sumner Funeral and Cremation. We offer funeral, burial, cremations, and pre-planning services. Sumner Funeral and Cremation. Traditional, affordable, dignified. SumnerFuneral.com Welcome to the Omni Nashville Hotel, urban elegance with a vintage touch. Our 800-room hotel opened up in the fall of 2013 with 746 guest rooms and 54 suites. So our buddy Brian Stewart had to listen to all that underdog buffoonery a few minutes ago, <laughs> and he joins us to put a little sense into the show, a little sanity. Brian, how you doing? Uh, well, I don't know how much sanity there is right now with our uh, current market. Um, I feel like uh, I feel like buyers are basically making underdog picks on uh, houses every day right now. Um, these interest rates are, you know, all over the board. And of course it has the buyers kind of concerned and everything. Um, you know, they're always, everybody's always looking for the best deal. And, you know, with one stop realty with our agents, uh, one thing that we're always doing is we are trying to find the best people to work with us. Uh, you know, as far as lenders, uh, title companies, 
home inspectors, uh, the list goes on, appraisers, so forth, so on. So when you're a buyer, it's it's a scary uh, moment right now, especially for a new home buyer that or a first time home buyer that they're out there looking and they're saying, well, the interest rate is, you know, it used to be three or four. Now it's up to six or six and a half. And, you know, I, I think back to like whenever my parents bought their house and, you know, their interest rate was basically 14 to 15 percent. So the interest rate that we have right now is really not a horrible interest rate. It basically is like an interest rate that is going to balance this market out and be able to get our buyers a uh, better deal on a home and be able to get the sellers to still be able to sell the home because the buyers are still going to be out there looking. People are always going to be moving, whether they need to upsize or downsize on their home, or if they're looking for investment property that they can buy and rent out or flip. So there's always going to be business. Uh, the key is, is to find the right agent uh, to help you navigate what's going on in that market. We have our finger on the pulse here at One Stop Realty. We're always keeping up with these market trends. So, George, I, I hope that uh, people will uh, give us a chance to help them in their in their home buying acquisition, because that's what we're here for. We're wanting to help you uh, get the best deal and basically just uh, get you to the closing table with the less stress as much as possible. Beautiful. Excellent report. Brian, let's do it again tomorrow. George, are we, uh, how are we feeling about this weekend with the Mets? Not so good. Um, <laughs> last night took a little wind out of the sails because it seems to me now down a game, they've got to sweep this series uh, if it ends up in a tie right now, the Mets have the tiebreaker. And the only way the Braves would get the tiebreaker is to get a three-game sweep. And I, I just – I don't feel very good about it. Yeah. I, I saw where they were moving DeGrom up to uh, tomorrow night, and I'm sure Scherzer will be in the play. So, yeah, I'm I'm hoping for the best. But, oh, man, we're going to need a miracle in Atlanta, that's for sure. You know what, though, Brian? This team is better than the one that won it all a year ago. That team got hot at the right time. I believe this team could win as a wild card. They also could lose in the opening round as a wild card. It's a flip of a coin in a two out of three. But I like this team. I like this team a lot. Um, they might be one starting pitcher short. But you know what? I'll take my chances. No, I, I think I think up and down that lineup and in the bullpen, I think we have a complete team. That is that is undisputed. Uh, I, I think the big thing is is just you know having the mindset to go into the postseason. And the most important thing, whether it's uh, winning a pennant or having the wild card, one way or another, at least you're in the race. So if we can get in the postseason and get hot, it doesn't matter where we come from. It just matters where we're going to finish, right? So bingo. There we go. So I'll, I'll be rooting like always for the Braves and, and, of course, Alabama. And I know everybody loves hearing that. So there you go. <laughs> That'll sell you some houses. See ya. <laughs> Thanks, George. You have a good night, okay? Absolutely. You too. Okay, Watson, you think you know where I'm going tonight, so tell me where I'm going. I think we're headed into Bengaland. We're chasing striped tigers. We're going to take the Bengals wearing a white helmet for the first time in the history of the organization. Well, you're right. No graphic again today, George. I uh, didn't have a chance to do that, but I think that is your pick, right? Yep. 
It's the Bengals minus three and a half tonight. Watson, my theory is more that these Thursday night games, I think, give the home team a huge advantage. You know, you think about Miami. They've come off this emotional high against Buffalo. Uh, They've got to get back down to earth. And they've really only got about two days to prepare, Monday and Tuesday. They fly out on Wednesday to get to Cincinnati. I just think the road team on Thursday night is at the biggest disadvantage that the NFL puts out there. Yeah, I, I, I thought that in college. That you play those midweek games <clears throat> and had a short week. Now, a lot of our midweek games, we had a full week because we had played two back-to-back midweek games. And the team we were playing, same thing. But when you both have played on Sunday and then Thursday, I think that travel team, when the other team gets that day off, day of rest and not being on a plane and traveling, I think that has something to do with it too, George. Okay, go Bengals. And uh, both the Braves and the Mets have tonight off. Watson, you enjoy your weekend. We'll see you on Monday. See you on Monday, pal. Billy, talk to you tomorrow. Talk to you tomorrow, George. This is Main Street Media Television.